What is up, guys? This is the Castagoria Podcast. Today, I'm your host, Alex, and we have Don. Yo, what up? Got Love Go. Hello. We have Liquid. What's going on, guys? We have Lord Amog. Happy to be here, folks. Happy to be here. And we have Amr. Yo, what's up? (laughs) 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 Today, we're going to be doing our usual lineup of games, shows, animes, movies, and tech. Uh, we're going to be starting off with games, and although it's not that popular at the moment, we're going to be talking about uh, EA EA and Respawn hiring a anti-cheat manager for Apex Legends. Uh, People are really cheating that much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually <laughs> thought that was really funny, honestly. Like, the way that they, the, even the way the job posting was set up, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, it just came out of the blue. I, I remember seeing it on uh, on Dude, Reddit. I, the, honestly, I really hope that they like have a lot more like gaming like roles like coming out like that in the future. Like, I think I think it's great for gaming. I I, I mean, gaming is like the fastest growing industry like in the world right now, just because it makes so much money. It has been. Yeah. So, uh, how do you and, feel anyways, about that? Anyway, anti-cheat manager. Recently, see, cheating has been a big thing since the release of the game, but now they added a uh, with season two, which came out July second. They came out with a uh, ranked mode, which obviously is going to want to have people hacking and and camping. Uh, if if you've seen live streams or even videos, some of the top players, like at the you know at the higher ranks, which is Apex Predator, the highest rank, there's obvious cheaters all over the place. Uh, okay. so, it's, so is it more like aimbot or are they actually like hacking the aim, game aimbot aimbot uh okay. okay first the first time the hacking came out it had to do with um you could actually force people to join your lobby you could join your other people's lobbies by force you could pull them out of their game uh you oh, could do wow. all types okay. of shit it was like server manipulation damn uh so it's really good that this is coming out because it's going to secure <laughs> the remaining player base, honestly, and maybe make it grow even more. Why are they so late content? on that? I I don't know. That, that's what I, I was thinking is, did they not have kind of a uh, anti-cheat and or network security team they leader do. beforehand? Uh, the current anti-cheat that they use is, I think it was called Easy Anti-Cheat. Oh, so basically more of just automated or automation yes, across the right. board. And now they're picking yes. up a physical person. Okay. Uh, hopefully, man. I've been playing this a lot. I haven't seen any hackers. Probably I'm not going to see them in my rank. But the day I do, that's going to be... Garbage. Hey, you shut your mouth. <laughs> Wait, I thought they didn't even have an anti-cheat. <laughs> Although... Alex, this takes me back to our combat arm, Jays. you remember that? I'm the best. <laughs> you remember... The uh, what were we doing back in the day? It was the uh, auto headshots. <laughs> we were, I don't remember honestly. Speaking we of really ranked, bad. speaking of ranked in that event, we got Splatoon 2 with the final, fl- uh, bebe. I choked it already with the final Splatfest Chaos yeah, versus yeah. Order. So, whoop, uh, we won that was that. an amazing event. What was it, four days compared to the two that we usually get? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I upped my game. I learned a lot from that again uh, event, and honestly, it was just because you know we had a tangible <coughs> goal 
you know, you had, you know, it was do or die. You wanted to make history. And uh, we did. We got, we came out on top. I'm proud of all of us. Me and Liquid mm -hmm. were teaming up quite a bit throughout Splatfest. It was pretty cool. I you know who I'm not proud of, though? My back was great. I'm not proud of Alex. He lost two 100 times battles. <laughs> well, hey, look, it didn't count, count, okay? Hey, me and, uh, it didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> no, me and uh, Liquid got one 10x. I okay. think I won like 10 of those. But... I really only had time to play Thursday, and then after that, I, I mean, I worked the whole week. I, I, I honestly was, I honestly was really disappointed that I could we we didn't get a chance to play with you, Severe. We yeah, didn't need him. Yeah, um, right. Matthew, That's why you lost those that, two one hundred time battle matches. The amount okay. with the amount of people, even even I, Love Go won a match for that. Dude. Yeah, what, I had the what most. Did, what did What did you guys think of the? Uh, Hell no, you didn't. Maps? I had like five hundred fifty thousand. Wait, what? No, no, no. Yeah, I got over half a mil. Take a picture. It's too late now. You can't see it. All right, guys. Yeah, with the amount of people gone. joining, or I imagine it, it looked like most people picked Team Chaos anyways. Yeah, they did. Everyone notices a lot of the Chaos members were pretty bad. Yeah, they were. And oh, I'm not saying that we... Oh, no, but, entire time. Okay. I'm not saying but, we're God tier or anything, no, it was but... Pretty, it was pretty even. Pretty God -tier. It came out pretty close, though. It came out pretty close. And it was really even amongst popularity. Chaos had a little bit more people, but uh, Chaos had a. Really, it was like about a, a nine percent difference for the popularity vote in terms like, of the casual and the pro play. It was only like about a percentage or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really yeah. close. Mog, what you have to what you have to understand is that it's always every Splatfest. They've always been close. Um, I think well, this might have been the biggest difference between both of them. It was really hard to get matches though, like towards like like even in the middle of the night, like it was really hard to get matches because so many people were playing. It was it was ridiculous. Uh, so many people were taking part. But what like I, I did ask this question, and didn't get answered. But what did you guys think about the splat and the the splatfest matches or not? The oh, ma let me the maps. Let me bring that up maps. real quick. I wanted to talk about that. So previously, and all the other you know, splatfest prior to this. It was always two normal maps and one Splatfest map, and it would rotate. This time, we got, I think, two normal maps and two Splatfest maps, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and it would rotate all the time. And that was amazing. I think the last map we got was the one where there's like, uh, what is it, like light, light posts uh, that you can destroy, and towards the middle of the map, uh, sorry, towards the middle of the match, at the middle of the map, there's a beam that you can step on and Pearl slowly comes down. And if you claim that area and activate her, she will activate her, uh, I don't know what it's called, her big speaker. The megaphone. Yeah, the yeah. sonic blast. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah, a like, huge laser beam we, and it's so we, cool. I, I yeah, I like that map we, too. That map was on the final Splatfest. No, the, I'm talking about the last day. Oh yeah, yeah the it was the, day. It was the uh, skate park map. I think there was uh, like more than one, one uh, new Splatfest stage. I think they had them in rotations. I'm not too sure. But they had a lot of different ones because I know that there's people complaining about how they missed certain stages. So if you weren't playing at certain times, that means you missed yes. this stage or that stage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was it was I hard was... for me to tell just because of, you know, I don't know what stages are just because of me being new to the game, I couldn't tell which stages are special and which are just normal that I haven't seen yet. I don't, 
I'm just yeah. I'm just really bummed out that this is the only Splatfest I'm gonna experience because <laughs> I really did enjoy the entire thing. Uh, Honestly, I really yeah, I feel the, the same. Whole setup I, of it. No, hey, and, we tried to get you guys to play this like a long time ago. Think, yeah, think of no, it this way. Right. I liked it more than I thought it would. Think of it this um, way. This is this final Splatfest was what it set the stage for the third game. Yes. So we're going to get a chaos theme. It's it's going to be more or less, I would imagine, the same thing. There's probably going to be drastic changes with the lobby, with everything. But for the well, most part, mean? well, I mean, chaos. I think well, I know, but chaos what, what, what could that possibly mean uh, for the third game? What is that going to well, be? Story or setting or? All two. Both, like, both. Inkopolis is doomed. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember like, seeing that. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty wild. I'm looking forward to it, though. Um, but um, even though Splatfest did end, though, we are having our TOG next month in Splatoon 2. Oh, this is going to be my first time. um, Explosives, man. The biggest thing that came out of Splatfest for me was figuring out the build that I wanted and my play style and figuring out finally how I want to go about things, especially playing playing competitively and that it with a tangible goal, it really got me to step up my game and change my perspective on how to play the game. So I really okay. thought that was really beneficial to, uh, like, Splatfest in general was really beneficial to me really, um, you know, leveling up. <laughs> Before we move on from this subject, Alex, who do you think is going to give us the biggest run for our monies? Well, I mean, besides me mm. and you, because clearly... <laughs> It's yeah. going to be Omar. Okay. He has adapted to the brush really well. I saw them peak strokes in our 2v4s. <laughs> um, yep. Um, if he can, I guess, better his game knowledge, he will win most of his matches. Otherwise, I think it would go to Liquid. Okay. Oh. That That's a pretty good choice. I, I see uh, someone isn't too know. happy about I, that choice. I don't, though. I don't know. Oh, I it's fine. Covering, I don't know. I find myself covering more ground and getting more points than Liquid sometimes, though. Oh, no, no. But these matches are more than likely not going to be turf war because we're going to be doing them in 1v1 setting. It'll be right. splat zones. Having my oh, first right. ultimate yeah. is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Splat I doubt zones. that, honestly. Mm. All right. Now that we're done with the Splatoon talk, wait, we we're going to... Wait, 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 wait. We're going to be doing one-on-one splat, splat zone specific, so I can start thinking of a strategy for taking... Yeah. Okay, I got it. Cool. It should be that. Now, Remnant of the Ashes, have any of you seen that, other than me and Liquid? Never I think I watched a little bit of it. A little bit, yeah. Not a lot. It I is a, a third-person looter-shooter survival, from what I can see. That's uh, three-player co-op, or up to three-player co-op. <clears throat> okay. Um, it gives me, I don't know if you guys can think of what I'm talking about, but it gives me this specific vibe. Like, I've seen this game before. Yeah, it's got Deja- some familiar parts to it. I no, not like. Deja Vu. It, it, it reminds me of something, but I cannot put my finger on it. I want to say The Hunt, but I don't think that's what it is. That's no, because of kind of the, the slightly Western steampunkish uh, uh, apocalyptic feel. But supposedly, it's going to be this great looter shooter. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it, man. It sucks. The new Destiny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're Ooh. right. I, I will tell you, it sucks that it's only a max of three players. Yeah. But considering our party size, 
I don't think we'll be struggling too, too much as long as most people are interested. Another question I had, and, and I always have for games like this, is uh, any any type of game that, that looks or, you know, has the semblance of an adventure game. My The first question in my mind is, you know, n- not necessarily is it open world. I mean, that that's always something that I'd look into, but uh, how big is it, you know? Yeah, how, how many repeats? Environmentally, you know? I don't want to be, like, I don't mind, bi- I guess you could say biome to biome. I don't want to see the same things. Uh, Apex suffers from this. Fortnite suffers from this. Mm-hmm. PUBG, any, any. I, I know I'm comparing battle royales, but yeah, I was going to. They're say supposed that. to be. They're still supposed to be this huge map. It's supposed to be unique, and for the most part, it's copy paste. Well, sure, yeah, and that's. I mean, one of the reasons so many companies jump on uh, building battle royales is because they're they're cheap as hell to make. You know, they're not resource intensive. They're not time intensive. Uh, so anytime you're dealing with a BR versus like, I don't know, other types of adventure games or, you know, RPGs, things like that, you you can't really compare them resource wise, but, but I see your point about battle rails being, uh, I don't know, copy paste or they feel like that. And that's that's very limited. Yeah. I watched the trailer for this. It looks fucking badass. I I will tell you, there's a, a Twitch streamer called professor Broman. Um, he has played this he likes it um obviously looter shooter you expect one thing and that's to be a good looter while being great at gameplay if someone like this that keep in mind his main game is i believe it's destiny still yes it is so keep in mind if he really does like it it more than likely one of the better solutions to a looter shooter that we could get, or one of the better alternatives to a looter shooter that we can get. And I'm down. I don't know how much, I think it's $40 actually. I mean, that's the thing. It, it'll depend on how it stacks up to something like uh, Borderlands 3, for instance, in the looter shooter category. You know? Look, come on, come on. You really think it'll stack up against Borderlands 3? It, no, no, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you, you put them next to each other, realize that they are undoubtedly different projects. Like one of them is a, you know, a, like a three person co op type game. And the other one is an open world, uh, I mean, co-op capable, but it, no, oh. no, no, I, I guess, I guess it's got full co- uh, co-op integration. So yeah, I mean, um, when that, that's why I wonder, like, how open world is it? How is it like, uh, as in terms of stacking up to something like one of its peers, like Borderlands 3, does, does it have a big, uh, a, big, a really big an open world that you can explore through? Now, I will say this. The issue that I've seen in a lot of looter shooters, um, games in general that come as far as RPG, is the enemy variety. Destiny's perfect example. From what I've seen, it looks like this game might have the same issue. Well, to me, it's an issue. Uh, Borderlands doesn't seem to have it too much, but still there. I mean... There's a. This is one of those things where where you try to if you were to look at all of the enemies in the game, you know, each different type of enemy, and you know how they're all categories, how they're all rendered and made and shit. Um, I mean, I. A lot of people feel that Destiny has suffers from the problem of like you know too many reskins, too many rehashes of enemies, and I would say it it does. But then again, with with Borderlands, I don't think they have too much, uh, above and beyond other companies in that 
in that area. I, I, yeah. It's just one of the things within the industry, I, I think, when developing, you know, and you're and you're trying to, you only have you have a limited pool of resources that you can allot to any single area. Um, making not only new types of enemies with like, uh, you know, the different models and having obviously those models be good, but having the animations look good and having them be dynamic and varied in their behavior and AI and shit like that, that's time consuming. It's, you know, it's a, no, it's I understand. a resource intensive process. So, so that's why I, I feel like in general, a lot of games suffer from that, but I just think we're, we're expecting, I don't know, we're expecting an advancement in, I guess, that area that just doesn't exist yet and or companies are not investing in it as much as we would like as gamers. Yeah, you're right. Great games are always going to, or anything good is always going to make your expectations for future titles for anything really high. Yeah, definitely. Uh, We're done with Remnant, right? Yeah. I don't think I have anything else to add. I'm definitely going to fucking check that shit out, though. Forty dollars. Yeah, I, I think it's on. I think it's at pre-alpha. I, I can't. I'd have to check the st- the store page. You can buy it now. Uh, like I said, I don't remember if it's early access or not. So I well, never. This is recommend- also another thing to to uh to look into, and this can always change. Obviously, especially if it's as early as alpha or anywhere around there. Is uh, besides the box price on the game costing forty bucks, like do they have any other <clears throat> avenues of monetization? You know. Do you have a cash shop? Do you have just microtransactions in general? Do you have paid DLC? Anything like that? You're right. It didn't look like it when I uh, had looked it up yesterday, but you never know. Right. Okay, so it's a pre-purchase. So no info about microtransactions or anything like that yet. So we just it's just one of those things that we're going to have to find out. Yeah, and I, I don't, I, I wouldn't worry about it too much if it looks like they have a solid game, you know. And 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 always, if if you as a developer make me a solid game, then I will pay you, you know, well for it. All right, now that because we're I'll, I'll pay a lot for a a good game. Oh, absolutely! Shut up and take my money. <laughs> yeah, pretty Overwatch. Much. Overwatch. I know we have been kind of out of the loop. I've been playing a little bit on the PTR. The character called Sigma is out. What's That's his ability? Bad motherfucker right <clears throat> there. I'll get to that. He has the strangest backstory. He has a very dark backstory. He's trying to control, what is it, gravity? Uh, it basically pulls I like him already. Interst- <laughs> he basically pulls an interstellar where, he, what would you say, Caesar? He kind of goes crazy and starts like warping between all these different, uh, I don't know if I would call it universes or... He's like on the verge of like shattering reality and it just destroys him. I want to say it has to do something maybe with like parallel versions of him and it just drives him insane. Uh, All right, guys, well, I guess I found my new main. <laughs> he, Dude, he's he finds composure. Cool. You know, he composes himself and he ends up joining Team Talon or Talon, which is, you know, the enemies. Now, the he, he is a tank. And he has a oh, he yeah? throws he throws a portable shield like Reinhardt. It has fifteen hundred health, if I remember correctly. <clears throat> uh, he has two little balls of fucking gravity, and you know he shoots both of them. You c- they have their limited range. It's kind of hard to say what their range is. 
uh, as a as a person who doesn't really play too much, <clears throat> he you could shoot them. They'll they ricochet off of things, so you could throw them on the floor. Like you remember Hanzo's uh, multi shot arrow, whatever it was called, scatter scatter shot. Yeah, it'll do essentially that, except you know it'll it'll go straight up. You could do it on a wall, anything like that. You could do some crazy things with it. Oh, okay, dude is old though. He he has a shield matrix, man. You remember Diva? But instead of that, he throws a, he throws like a little he he holds like a little black hole and he absorbs all damage. And that same damage that he absorbs will give him armor. Oh, okay. You know what'd be uh, cool though he, is if he could if he could absorb like damage, you know, all types of kinetic force, you know, in that little gravity well. Yeah. The handheld thing. And uh, shoot it back out of people, kind of like a handheld Nova bomb, you know. <laughs> That'd be fucking cool. That would be cool. Now he has he has one more skill. He collects like obviously gravity. Collects all these rocks, puts them together, and shoots it. The range is maybe I would say mid range. It'll it'll do a little bit of damage. I think it's seventy five damage for tracer. So you could kind of base it off of that. It's a hefty amount of damage. And it, it will knock you back a decent amount. So you can use that in maps. You can absolutely use that for any situation, but for maps that uh, you know have pits, anything where you could fall off of, I can imagine that being really useful. I'm gonna have to download the PTR <laughs> and actually jump on and try that. <laughs> hey, dude, if you um, do, there's do, actually do, something you forgot about that rock that they throw. If you shoot it up close, it won't really do much. But if you shoot it at a distance. It'll have uh, a lot of knockback. Wait, sorry, you, you cut you out cut right out. there for a second. Uh, okay, you, if, if you, you shoot, shoot it out. at a distance, it will have knockback. Okay, so yeah, so range is an important factor. Okay. This, what, uh, what is he, attack or defender? Tank. Tank. Were you not paying attention? <laughs> He's a tank. Uh, I forgot, Lewis in our group said he was a... I don't remember, he, he categorized him as something. The community categorized him as something specific. He's not going to be a main tank. I can tell you that much. Because his shield, even though it's portable, he cannot move he cannot actively move with it. Or maybe once you get used to it, you can. I don't know. Honestly, I don't see I, I see um Oh his old I forgot about his old oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Go on. Uh, Caesar, you're the one that knows more about that one. Okay, so I also think that's where you were wrong about the damage earlier with uh with Tracer. His ult Basically, it's a giant AOE, and if you're in that area, he picks everybody up, and he fucking slams you down. And it will, will do, I believe, half of your HP. Uh, half of your main HP, I believe. So that, that's where, like you were oh, saying boy. earlier, if that's Tracer, that'd be 70, 75 damage for Tracer right there. Um, it looks fucking badass, dude. It looks okay. really nice. Looks like you can set that up with uh, quite a few other combos. Uh, I think so too. I mean, people have always found ways to combine them, so it's not surprising I mean, at all. Not that there's going to be a lot of room for creativity pretty soon. I don't think if they keep going with the way they <laughs> with uh, things ah uh, with the way they're going with things right now in the PTR. Oh, you're yeah. oh okay yeah sorry yeah, guys yeah. I forgot there's a few changes. Brigida got a nerf. Her shield oh. went from 500 to 250, I think. About 200 to 250. Time. Her, yeah, it's however, 250. however, the armor that she gives her teammates is a lot more, is more than it was before. I don't know the actual number. 
I do know that it gives more armor than before. So good change in my opinion because she's not a tank, dude. She's supposed to be some. No, here and that's a before we segue into the whole uh kind of uh role for new role format thing, because this this kind of connects to uh the point I was gonna bring up is that something I noticed and honestly I wish they would stop creating characters and just create start creating more maps. Um but <clears throat> right. One thing I was gonna yeah. say in response to you, Neuro, is that um like, don't expect them to to be bringing out as many, or, or really, honestly, at this point, probably ever, like, any new main tanks or, you know, real, like, like a core tank or, well, I mean, core DPS, yes, they're going to produce, but, uh, or core healers, What because what it seems like they're doing is producing a lot of hybrids, and yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so you, on that level, you do get a lot of sandbox you also get it i mean you know you get a bigger sandbox which can be good and or it can be bad it's just what it is but now if you guys like uh, someone who knows more about it you or cesar want to talk about the role system which changes the game completely yes so there was there was a change a massive change in the comp and how comp is going to work they are essentially saying fuck you guys who want to do your metas i mean i'm not that's pretty much what it is. They are making it to where they they force all six players to pick, I think it was two tanks, two damage, and two support. They have, so basically I believe, a balanced team at all times. Yes. Uh, the community is not happy with it. They do not like the fact that you are forced to play those roles. Like you, can't, you know how there's always a meta? You know how it doesn't usually involve 2-2-2? Two, two, two? Right. Uh, I think the most recent one was the goat, the goat comp, which was, if I remember correctly, it's it's Orisa, Ryan or Roadhog, and like three offense or something like that. But it was wow. it was a, it was a mobile it was a mobile team, and does, that's I don't think that's possible anymore. Does competitive have like a ban of <clears throat> a person? They will ban people for toxicity. No, no, no. He's talking about banned characters. characters. No, they don't. No, w. no, no, no. Um, man, I think that was one of the things I liked about Overwatch was uh, how much variety you could bring to well, the teams and compositions. I, I think and, it has to do with toxic, toxic players and throwing, or because you know we've experienced it. There's always people that want to play that specific role, mm-hmm. but they can't play it. And then they and get upset. Yeah, so and that's just catering to people that are fucking whining then. Because, look, mm-hmm. if you think about it, someone could still be very toxic, let's say. Because let's face it, if you pick someone like Zen, and then someone else picks, uh, what's another eh, healer? Um, Mercy? No, I, I wouldn't say that. Well, <laughs> You said healer. Uh, well, two, like two sorry-ass supports, because, I mean, that, that's what Zen is. He's a sorry-ass support. Uh, you could still be very toxic within those, or Pig Bastion as your as your DPS. People are gonna get very salty about that, and there's not a lot of room you can do like to work around that. Yeah, it's a good point. You're you're you can only reduce like like I said. Whenever you make a certain change, you're gonna have new pros and new cons, <clears throat> and you're so never gonna that- be able to you're never gonna be able to take care of uh, people's toxicity. If they want to be shitty people, they're going to do it. What uh, I see another reason why uh, Blizz might be doing this is because to to kind of uh, 
take over or basically gain a, a larger amount of control in their hands on game balance. That's what they, they this is, I think, a, in, to a certain extent, they want to have more control in that area. So it comes down to rather than players balancing their own strategies, it's going to come down to working within Blizzard's new rules on how to Gross. balance. Like, the so, so this is um, not going to get rid of toxicity. This is a, not going to get rid of metas. This is just going to develop new metas. Yeah, go can for I it, Mark. Yeah, um, go for so, it. So uh, when you guys talk about toxicity, is it in terms of like breaking rules or is it about like people just like trolling and being Shit about bad players? People being assholes. Yeah, it's about uh, people trolling mainly. Like for instance, uh, the example they brought up, if for instance, I want to play, you know, uh, I want to play Widowmaker because I'm not a good Widowmaker. It doesn't matter. She's a sniper, by the way. So I don't care. Fuck my team. I'm going to play what I want to play. And then the rest of my team has a problem with that. Then suddenly you get you breed toxicity because I'm going to and if I don't get to play the character I want to play maybe I'll just throw the match. So like so like anything that puts other players into a bad mood, pretty much. The, uh, Blizzard nuance than that. It could be shit talking too. Yeah, Blizz, yeah like, Blizzard like, has like always bad, one bad apple ruins a bunch. So like they don't want anybody like ruining the fun, sort of. They've no, been... they're, they're, they're trying to get rid of a certain type of toxicity, I think, in, in that vein. They're trying to yeah. get rid of, and also maybe, like I said, it's... They're trying to get rid of stage four cancer. The, the yeah, well, I mean, like I said, you're not going to get rid of toxicity. You're just changing the type of toxicity and or the capacity or the way that people can be toxic. They, they've been that trying to do this since sense. the game started, so... Yeah. Makes sense. If people want to throw, the base point is that if people want to throw, they're going to fucking throw if they find a reason to. This this comes down to literally you're either a shitty player or you're not, you know, or, or rather, yeah, sorry. The, the banning system that Rainbow Six Siege and other games have made honestly would help a lot in Overwatch competitive. There's too many characters to make a ban list like that. <laughs> you can take off Brigida and stuff like that. I think it could be fine. Brigida won't be a problem anymore, though. Oh, yeah. But then it shouldn't be. Wait, she wasn't like OP, I would say. You could take out metas. Because it's not like you had to have her in a team to guarantee victory. I don't know. What what was that? What was that uh that that corner fortress team that I can't remember what comp this was? It was uh Brigida, <laughs> Arisa, Bastion, and uh oh, Baptiste. I don't even want to talk about it. Leave me leave me out of that one. <laughs> basically, speaking, basically speaking what of Brigida, they would do is put, what, what's up? <laughs> Sorry, go on, go on. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. With, with that, with that comp right there, is basically all you did. It, it was, it was fairly mobile. You would go from checkpoint to checkpoint, sit yourself in a corner, literally, and just you, you, you have four people in a corner, uh, who are all essentially keeping, are making Bastion indestructible, so he can go into turret form and just gun people down. Yeah, that, that was that. the idea. Now, speaking of those three Titans, can we talk about Attack of Titan season three, the season three finale? <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't even watched it. I, I watched like those spoiler okay. videos, but no. Okay. Wait, 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 so, wait, wait, wait. Before we start talking, Alex, just give us the short of it, please. No. No, I want to. I want to play by play, man. No. I, I, I don't want to sit get. here for another hour and Dude, then finally look, you're move gonna on get, to the next. You're gonna get thing. a summary of every single episode. I want like him reading off a fucking transcript. All, All right. right, but anyways. Uh, we missed what since the last podcast because I know we're a little late. It's been what three, four weeks, three weeks. It's been three weeks. The last episode was the 
basement scene, I think, right? Yeah. So, so what's just, happening? I, I want to I did it real in. quick, real, real quick. I want to recap a little bit on the basement. You remember the last scene where it yeah, showed? We, we talked about the yeah, yeah. The recap okay. where you know shows Aaron's dad with another family. I was like, that's fucking Zeke, cheating ass motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, if that's Zeke, I'm going to flip out. What do you fucking know? The next episode where it where uh, it's talking about Aaron's. I forgot his name. What, what's Aaron's dad's name? Grisha. Okay. Grisha Jaeger. His past life. Mentions his son, Zeke. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, dude, I, I flipped out that episode. Anyways, it goes on to where they actually start uh, working to get to that other town. I don't, I don't think they've actually mentioned what it is. They just mentioned that they have another another wall and that they're trying to get there. They don't really face any challenge other than, I guess, Aaron's memory. And they're excited that they're finally getting there and seeing, you know, what's going on. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they find out that they're that they were intentionally trying to kill them off to steal their supplies. Anyways, they make it over there. They go over the wall. And Aaron is like fucking destroyed, dude, because there's a big ocean. Everyone's happy because it's the first time they've seen an ocean. And Aaron is like, fuck, <laughs> because they have to go. They have to find a way to get over that ocean to get to that village. And if I remember correctly, it's a huge ocean, man. It's like an island. Right. So it's basically like you're finding out that your terrorists are not so much terrorists, mm. but your whole fucking country is at war. Yes. Uh, I think, I don't, Omar, I don't know if you remember exactly what he said, but he said something along the lines of, we're still trapped. Yeah. Um, yeah he, he says something like that. Right. And he just, his, right, his face expression. People on the island haven't evolved, like technically, they haven't. Um, they're not technologically advanced, and the people on the mainland are. Like, they have planes and cars and stuff. Yeah. Fucking crazy. I just want to say on a side note, I and even though I haven't watched through it yet, and I have not read any of the manga or anything, but um, I was actually scared, you know, from, from originally watching the show, you know, like through season one, um, I was scared kind of the direction it was going to take. And uh, from everything I've heard and the little bit that I've seen, I appreciate that it's now turned into the, like this much larger in scope kind of like dark political fantasy involving a lot more oh, yeah. players and, you know, shadow wars. And and I don't I don't know. It just I, I, I'm, I'm just this. I was just saying it, it's uh, I appreciate it. And I'm actually excited about getting through it. I will cool. tell you this first season character development, second season world building. And it's it's a little slow, but it. it it's still good. It starts to pick up a lot by season three, part one. And then it gets, it, you know, uh, towards the end of season one, it starts getting to like all the good shit. Like everything starts. Three. Well, season three, part one and two. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I guess technically still season three, but you know. It I starts, definitely do feel like what, from what I've heard that in season three, it really starts, you know, everything, of, everything comes together. You don't yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. you missed out. You don't feel like you've missed out on anything because they've introduced all the characters very well, in my opinion. Everyone has a backstory for the most part. 
you know, it, you know, I guess the only people missing are like the higher ups from like the mainland, but that's not going to take too long to. End. Yeah, and supposedly, Caesar. I don't know if I don't. I think you're the one that told me season four might be the last one. Um, are you speculating I'm that it would be? Not sure. It, yes, it, it very well could be. Can't wait, it, man. There's not a whole lot left, but I'm going to tell you, it's you guys are in for a ride. Um, I know. Oh, sorry. Even with all these revelations, you guys are still in for a fucking ride. So <laughs> just fucking hang on and enjoy it. Anyways, that's that's. That's Attack on Titan season three. Uh, if you haven't even watched it, like Liquid, I recommend it. it honestly, I, I do want to watch it, but honestly, if especially if the whole thing is going to be ending soon, kind of like within the next year, I, I almost, I mean, me personally, this is just the way that I do it. I like binge watching shows from beginning to end. Um, mm -hmm. I almost kind of want to wait for the entire thing to come out so I can just watch it all the way through. So I don't think I it would be within like a year. No. Oh, oh yeah, probably not. Not, not honestly. And they took Sorry? way too long to come up with the second season. So oh, yeah. Stopped watching. Yeah, what, they two, three years? So I'm, Roughly. like, on Liquid now. So it's like, I'm going to just wait till it finishes off, and then maybe I'll just binge watch the entire thing. Because I did like it a lot. Like, I like the character development. Um, I, I, I like the character development a lot. Aaron's a little bitch. I like how they all have their distinctive roles. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, but Damn. No, he's, a he's a bitch in the first season. I like Aaron a lot because he's an adept strategist. Oh. And he thinks, he, thinks he thinks through things pretty clearly. But he's a and bitch. Then Misaka, and then Misaka is just a badass. So. Oh, wait, you mean Armin? Or Armin, yeah. Is that his name? We know who doesn't watch. Wow. Casual. All right. We but, could... Uh... <laughs> With season, with season three out of the way of Attack on Titan, let's bring up Demon Slayer, man. Demon Slayer. H have you get? Uh, I know Love Go and Omar are probably the only ones that have kept up with this at all. Yeah, I have. It's gotten really good, man. Um, it's so, it's getting a lot more dark. Yes. Really? Do you want to talk about it, Omar? I I think I like it, but I think their actual like character development is maybe throwing it off a little because you have uh obviously the protagonist trying to protect like things like just the monsters and trying to um get his sister back into being human and then you have like this one kid who's kind of wimpy and doesn't even know that, that's much a to begin thing. with and it's just it's a little weird right now i think as far as characters main characters I think it's fun. It, I agree. The character development has been kind of. How, how long has this show been out? How long has it been running? Uh, there is, I think, twelve episodes. Yeah, I think That's thirteen. The no, then no, sixteen. Okay, all right, all right. So it's still 16. pretty close to the beginning. Uh, I think or is it a smaller story? How we? I don't think so. It, it's, it's talking about these. 12 i don't remember the names but it's these 12 um, basically leaders that are under this one guy who and is the that, guy that can turn people into monsters 
Ah, okay. Yeah, wait, wait. So is it one of those things to where it's it's like the protagonists are going through and wiping out all of those twelve leaders, kind of like a yes. monster of the weaker yes. months type deal? Okay, I got you. That's that's basically it. I I, I did want to mention that it gets darker. There's a mm -hmm. lot more gore. Uh, well, co compared to first, at first, there's a lot more gore. Definitely, it's, yeah. it's getting more serious. This next episode, I think, is going to be a little more dark. I don't know how they plan to. It seems like it seems like they're making these characters uh, strong for absolutely no reason. I I do like that there was a reference to uh to his father um because of the earrings that he wears which are the same. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, and apparently his father's I guess pretty badass and so that's why uh the main guy the main villain who makes uh demons like knows about him. All right so. Liquid, are you interested in watching that? I don't think what? it's for everyone. You're talking about Demon Slayer? Yeah, it's 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 absolutely it's definitely not for everybody. It is. I, mean, I, I, I think I checked it out briefly. Um, I will check it out again to give you a better answer. But um, I will tell you, the use of CGI is I like it a lot. That, yeah. that, that's the thing with with watching you know different anime. <clears throat> that's that's where I kind of get hung up. Is I'm a stickler for. Uh, Art, not only animation, but also just the artistic style in general. So that kind of, that that in a way, like even even regardless, I'm a if, fan of if, that. Uh, you know, uh, a certain show or you know the comics, I, 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 whatever, yeah, whatever have, yeah. have like a really solid story. If the art looks, you know, like if the art looks any number of certain ways, sometimes it's hard for me to get past that. Some and I know that's a failing, been, but some enemies um, have no, been I'm, using have been using um, the art uh, the uh, CGI. And one of them is Fire Force. And I, do they use CGI? Yeah, I noticed I, it. The train was moving I, in. Um, oh yeah. Um, every every uh, show, every show nowadays, every show nowadays uses some type of on, CGI. On, on the CGI in anime, honestly, I like the traditional. Uh, anime I I think because traditionally um, it hasn't been implemented too well. I mean, there's very probably very select few that it has. Um. um it does look definitely good in Demon Slayer and in Fire Force. I didn't even notice that it was CGI until you mentioned it. Yeah, but um, I'm I'm with Liquid on this one though. Like, that was a very um very important to me. It's kind of like one of the biggest reasons why I don't watch like um, but, I, like but... I, I only watch dubbed anime just because I like to pay attention to Ew. the animation. <laughs> no, but like the animation is like so important to me. Like, yeah, I I don't want to spend my time reading subtitles. And Dude, that's why you gotta unlock your shining gun, bro. It's something right. you get. Yeah, man. It's it's something you get the hang of really easily, man. Yeah, you just like read it while watching it. It's just, and you don't even realize you read it, and you're you already like yeah. You're like, huh? Well, that's the thing. How did I even read? I never even thought I read that. There's a couple points. There's a couple. There's a couple points to be made here. Is that is that. Mark has a point in, in the area of even if it's like un, un, unperceptible to you, uh, sometimes or imperceptible, whatever. Um, Honestly, I don't even like, like, like sometimes when you're watching subtitles, you do miss uh, even even for you know a split second, you you look away from the image on screen to read yeah, words. Like, you're like, gonna maybe miss some things, like but at the, at the same time, also, 
another a counterpoint to that is that some people just uh, enjoy and naturally read subtitles. Others don't. Me personally, I I don't mind subtitles at all. Well, and uh, well, like, I'm I just love, used to it. I love I love reading subtitles when there's a substantial story. Like in like all of the other Netflix shows that I watch, I always use subtitles to like you know just make sure I know follow, can follow what's going on. But in intense battle scenes and stuff like in My Hero Academia, I don't want to spend time reading subtitles when I want to see these characters fighting, like. You know what I mean? Like, oh, dude! If you're if fine. you're watching my if you're watching my hero or my hero dubbed, you're doing yourself a disservice, dude. Yeah, why? <laughs> I mean, he agrees. This, <laughs> why? Dude, a, a second. You disagree with it as soon as he okay, said my hero. Just okay, okay. Besides, you you have you have you know the image on screen. You also have the story <laughs> that's maybe in subtitles. You also have another very important aspect. It's part of the audio, which are voice actors and certain. Voice actors are just better than others, and epitomize characters better. The, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. I'm talking about the animated style. Midoriya Shonen. Like, all right, guys, no, we seriously need to move on. No, I'm, I'm talking about all, all my specifically. Right. I, I yeah, do want to say derailed like big time. I, I do want to <laughs> say how how do how do you focus on like how how do they talk during fight fight scene? I don't know how. All mean? right, we can move on. Yeah, we can explain this later. Yeah. Fire Force. Get deeper into that. All right, I want to talk about Fire Force. I want to start off by talking about the episodes and then the unfortunate incident. Now, episodes one and two have been really, they were polished really well for being, uh, I, I know that they have to try their ass off, but in a lot of anime, you don't see this this level of quality. And... I remember specifically talking about the teaser and hoping that it would stay this way. And so far it has. Now, character development wise, we only really know about the main character. We I, mean, don't I, I can't really say that there is any development yet That's just because they're still introducing characters. No, it's no, no. I'm talking really about fresh. The, I'm talking about for the most part, we've only learned about the main character. Yeah, there's a tiny bit of backstory for the main character. Yeah, but we, I wouldn't count that as development, though. Well, in episode two, we know we've we know his drive. Episode one, we know that he wants to join because of the fire. Yeah, and he wants to be a hero. It is a shonen at the end of the day, so we know he's gonna be the badass. But kind of on the side, it, it, isn't this a, a story about people who put out fires using fire or something like that? <laughs> no. It's it's, it's, it's oh, there's okay. a difference. So it's, um, it's it's literally just. People and then they just burst into fire and they become monsters, and they're fire monsters, and and the goal of the fire force is to extinguish the fire, which is the monsters. Oh, that's a very great description, CG Love Go. Let's oh, go. Okay. okay, people. Burst okay, into, so, hold on, people... I'm I'm gonna explain it. Um, <laughs> oh my god! First, you have people that don't have any superpowers they just use equipment and they literally like they just use that equipment and put out these monsters then you have second generation which have some sort of limited ability to mess with fire and then you have third generation uh people who are stronger and actually use fire a lot like very powerful flames not only use but can create um like uh willingly yeah so yes right, okay so, some so of these people do fight fire with fire so you have progressive levels of psychokinetics i got you okay 
So yeah. yeah, people people do combust into flames. They go out of control. Uh, they lose what their humanity is. That what it mm-hmm. was? Mm-hmm. And, and their job is just to you know essentially just kill them. Right, but, and they more or less kind of make it into I don't want to say a religion, but kind of like a a ritual. And that's a wrong word for it too. Um, they just prayer. treat it very respectfully. Wait, who treats what? Um, the fire firefighters. Force. Okay, gotcha. Right. right, aren't they called fire force? Yeah, you also have to remember that it's uh part of like Japanese culture to treat stuff like that. So, I mean, to to them, it would be more like that. To us, it'd be a lot more destruction. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Well, no, they, they just they just treat natural forces with uh, more respect traditionally. Now there wasn't too too much to talk about for these two episodes, but the bigger thing is Kyoto Animation, the studio that uh, works on Fire Force, had an arsonist uh, burn there with their studio building, killing what was it, twenty five people? Nope, it was actually at the very least thirty three people. I thought that's even worse. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. 33 people. They were Uh, a very enthusiastic fan, it sounds like. No, it's it's an arsonist. They're saying that they stole their work or something like that. Yeah, he was accusing them of plagiarism. He screamed out, die. Yeah, he shouted, die, as he was pouring the, the flammable liquid. Which, or sorry, when he was setting it. Uh, They're... <laughs> There's a lot that could have been done. To he could have gone a different route. <laughs> what I want to no, know is how the no, hell did they say. actually allow someone to fucking actually pour that much fucking gasoline everywhere in the building, dude? Like, was there no was one that. watching? Just, yeah. Apparently, from what I read, it was a very, very quiet neighborhood where nothing really had ever happened, and because of it, their fire codes weren't that strict, and so. Let's say that the guy even just cut off like the main exit point. There was gonna be very few routes for people to escape because it was a, a multi-level building. Well, yeah, no, 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 the, no. What I'm saying is, was there no security? How? Because uh, from what I from what I was reading in the article was that uh, he mm-hmm. poured gasoline all over the floor, like on one of the floors, like everywhere in the halls. He must have carried well, like. A few like a few gallons of the stuff. He must have been pouring it for a while. How how did no one see him? It it depends on the building too. I mean, some stuff is very flammable, and if their fire codes weren't that strict, it's it would it would just make stuff worse. Uh, you know, I, I do want to say that um, in Japan there hasn't even been such a matter. This is like this is the most killed I think since World War Two or most something. I don't know. It was like like since World War Two. It's the most horrific event since World War Two. Yep. Yeah, so that that just lends into the point that Omar made is that fire codes and everything. It's it, basically it's just well, not it, it, in their you know. It's it's not fire yeah. codes, but it mainly uh, crimes are low. I do want to say the fire was with what is how do you pronounce it? petrol? Petrol. Petrol. Okay. Yeah, the effect was like a bomb. So that was yeah, the... it's an explosive gas. It's just it's just like gasoline. It's I mean, no, no. I was well, going to no, say no, that that's why the explosion. Like the, I guess yeah. So. That that was why it caused so much damage. Out of yeah, out of seventy people in the building, thirty six have re- 
have reportedly been taken to the hospital. You got to think just just in events that happen like that, it, it's not even that the guy wasn't seen doing it. It's that the pe- even if he was seen, people don't respond kind of like you would in retrospect, like, oh, this is, you know, this guy's doing this act and this is going to happen as a result. They don't know what the guy's been doing. They don't know what's going to happen as a result. So some people just act in a confused fashion and some people, I mean, people react all different types of ways. Well, if you, know? you, if you, if you uh, pour gasoline or patrol through the uh, hallway then it's the same thing gasoline is petrol i'm just saying in 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 many extreme situations people don't always do or respond oh yeah you know intelligently that's uh, that in times of panic no one really thinks or most people don't really think that that's why you see mobs when shit goes down, basically. Well, no, I'm just thinking it like comes to it comes to mind, you know, like uh, for instance, uh, with with 9/11 and, and the one hijacked airplane, blah blah blah. You had you had how many uh, people up there with box cutters? Now, now, if if all the passengers knew the end route of what was going to happen, you figure they would have all jumped up and kicked the shit out of like what, what three, four, five, six dudes with box cutters if they knew that someone was going to crash the plane into you know into the ground into a building it doesn't matter the fact that they didn't know what was going to happen so people did not know what to do or how to react yeah it's just a very unfortunate event uh i think hopefully they just learn from this and up their security like everywhere i Um, mean with all these people dead they they've they've had their work cut down by half basically their their staff I don't know if the, anim- if the animation studio will go under or well, actually, if it'll be able I to continue. I don't think so. They, they paid their animators um, wages instead of, like, other companies have been doing, like, animation studios have not paid them correctly, basically. That's off topic, bro. No, this is... Yeah, so, you're, gonna, you're about Dr. to go Stone, down the rabbit hole with that. Dr. Stone, we have not talked about it. We talked about the teaser again since the last one since the last podcast and there's just three episodes out now i am conflicted i i don't know if i like it but i can't help but keep watching you're at the point that i was whenever i basically dropped it in the manga um the only reason i keep watching it at this point is because it's been successful and it's still going on in the manga and it's trending so I'm going to go ahead and stick with it and just see where it ends up going. Okay. Those that did not watch it, there is these two obvious main characters. One is a scientist. The other one is a meathead. They get um, frozen. I wouldn't say meathead per se, but yeah. This is your <laughs> average Joe. Right, right, right. Your, av- your average jock. Uh, they get frozen. They, they get petrified by some green light, and they basically... <laughs> Or like that for what would you what how what did they say ten thousand hundred years something like that it's a long thirty seven hundred years yeah and first of all I thought it was really weird that Doctor Stone was awake that long and counting he was awake thirty seven yeah. hundred years and counting that's first of all that's that's very strange dude that's basically like the <laughs> Japanese was- version of uh, Malcolm from Malcolm Super in the genius <laughs> that's gonna be okay. really so. They eventually break out because the area that they're in has nitric acid, which is a solution that, you know, 
de-petrifies them, whatever. They start making their lives. <clears throat> they try to evolve. They save this one guy in... Would you, would you say it was in, in the dire situation that they saved them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they would have died. Cornered by lions. Yeah. And what I don't... like, I, I already didn't know how I felt about this show or anime. But considering this guy that they saved is basically set up to be their villain, is strong. He's basically... Both of them combined, dude. He's not Captain America. He basically is Captain America, but with brain. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I Captain don't like America that. with brains. Like, they, I told you, like, they, the main group pretended like they were running away. They made a scene and pretended they were going a different direction. And they went to one specific direction to make gunpowder because that was the only way they were going to beat them. Their intention was to kill them. Sorry, to kill him. He found out within the span of what seemed like maybe five minutes, ten minutes. It's like, how the fuck are you going to make a character like that? Well, to be fair, they made him very instinctually intelligent. I mean, they have to make him that strong to where it would take two people teaming up together to be able to beat him. Because it's just one person. Like, let's say the the doctor kid. If he outsmarts him, then, I mean, it's not really that much of a, a challenge. Or if the other one happens to be stronger. so. I think it's cool the way they went about it um, to where they have to be on point with everything because of how fast this guy is at picking up on the little minor details. Right. So I I, I, I think that's pretty cool. It's bothered me. I don't know yet. I'm I'm going to keep watching it for now. All right. right, Real quick question. Whose side would you be on? Would you want to bring every single person back or would you decide on a well certain category like see the that guy, guy is... i say kill them all <laughs> see that Wait, guy sorry, what are we talking about with that guy that they saved okay mark ends up being the villain he basically wants to kill all the adults he doesn't even want to bring the adults back because they are corrupt they're not uh, they're so not the, pure. the new guy wants like a free world like an actual free world where you don't own anything and you can like yeah, the only problem with that is it's like that saying goes, the road to hell is paved with uh, good intentions. Um, he has uh, very pure intentions, but I don't know. I, I see that going very wrong very fast. So, uh, yeah, I, I think he could have done it a different way instead of like instantly like smashing the stones, like just like talked it out with Dr. Stone instead. Well, you first. could tell that his background, that he was abused and he already had a negative uh, idea of adults because of that yeah true we'll just see how it ends up going though okay so i'll let you guys talk about this i don't really care oh you mean me you're welcome (laughs) all right so they're finally in the wano arc which is supposed to be the biggest fucking war arc fucking ever and for anyone that watches it I've said it, I think I said in the last podcast that I brought this up, uh, Marine Ford is uh, easily one of the best arcs to a lot of people wait, 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 because of how on. hardcore the... Right there, hold real on. quick. Did, did you identify what you were even talking about? Did I miss that? Yeah. One yes. Piece. Okay, all right. One piece. So. Okay. I, I just you. didn't hear that. Sorry. Okay. All right. That's fine. Anyways, 
Marine Ford is supposed to be like one of the best arcs, and according to the creator, this is supposed to make that look like child's play. Uh, we're finally here in the manga. They're, they're getting pretty well into that now. Um, I would maybe say they're like not halfway there yet. So it's not at the climax, but a lot of stuff has already happened. Uh, personally, I know most of you guys haven't watched it. I definitely recommend you pick it up, maybe even at the Marine Ford Warark, half which is halfway. That's what a lot of people do is they pick it up halfway or they pick it up at the newest uh, arc and then they'll yeah, just was, go back. I was about to say, I don't, I don't think I would pick up something that's going to take me three years to catch up watching an episode. It's not going to take you that long. Maybe a few months. <laughs> but I mean, if you want to watch good content for a while, then that's the perfect show for you. Mm, you're a liar. Uh, nope. It's uh, one of the highest rated series for a reason, motherfuckers. Yeah, like I said, yeah pe- okay. people like what they like, you know. So. <laughs> Fucking haters. <laughs> enough, enough of one piece of shit. We can move on to. All right, motherfucker. Uh, oh, damn. Stra- I got you. I got you. <laughs> we can move on to the se- uh, Stranger Things season three. I-, I know most of us here have watched it. Everyone but Liquid has pretty much watched it. Wow. Come on. Wow, what did you guys wow. think? Favorite season so oh, far, honestly. Okay, I got a question really? to start this off. Yes. I got All this right. question to start, What's up, to start this off. is based off a meme that I saw. But, um, okay. So uh, there were like three teams. The Scoop Troop. <laughs> what was the other two teams? What were the other two teams? I, I don't know them by name, dude. But, but you don't want to saw the meme, quick. Mark. It's on my Twitter. <laughs> Hold up real quick. I'm going to find it right now. Hold this 30 up. minutes Hold later. Dang, All right, so ready. anyway, okay, so, so it's the scoop. This guy. <laughs> okay, it's the scoop troop. Go, go for it, Mark. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so it's the scoop troop, the Griswold family, and then the Eagles Nest. So the scoop troop is Dustin, Robin, uh, Erica, and Steve. And then the Griswold family is basically all other guys minus Dustin. Uh, what is it? Uh, fuck the 11. What the other the, the other two girls' names, Nancy and Max, and dude. then uh, that other dude's name I can't fucking remember off the top of my head. Fuck, and then <laughs> Keep the, going. Eagles, the, the adults, which is you know, like uh, you know, Hopper, Joyce, and then the conspiracy theorist dude who I also can't remember the name of, but anyways, Scoop Troops. We forgot about Alexei. Oh, oh dude, how could you forget about Alexei? How could oh, you? Cold hearted. Oh, yeah. Wow. Alexei was easily so, the best uh, character in that season. Wow, right? Mark. Okay, let's start this segment out on talking about which team would you want to be part of? Scoop Troop, Griswold Family. Scoop Troop, dude. Oh, definitely Scoop Troop. Scoop. <laughs> Scoop Troop is easily the best fun. one. They yeah. had the most fun. I think they had the most fun. Out of all of them, everyone else kind of like went through hell, but Scoop Troop, like, smart, had a lot of fun, got drugged up. Okay, well, here, I'm going to say I have to go. Oh, with you will like that group. <laughs> the older people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, anyways, they had the most fun. So, it, uh, definitely Scoop I'll, Troop. I'll, see, a lot of people thought that season three was the worst one. I can I, definitely relate to that, honestly. Um, I like it. I, I liked it too, but I just felt I don't know if it's the fact that maybe it just felt a little <laughs> all over the place. Or it was. um it did, yes. 
A, a little I, disorganized. I want to say. What's up? I thought big shit was going to go down. I thought the Mind Flayer was actually go- coming out. Yeah, I thought it was going to. I thought the, you know, I thought the actual beast, whatever it is. A lot of more emphasis on the Russians and their involvement in the Cold War and the historical implications of the time. I get it. I just, I I didn't expect it to go this route. Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, it was supposed to be more of like a coming of age, too, I thought. So, like, with, like, you know, them not being kids. and, cutting uh, out Mark. Like really, well, it was supposed to be more of a cutting coming of age, like them coming to terms with uh, growing up and like leaving the past behind. A lot about like moving forward, moving on, finding yourself, like the whole idea of her becoming her own person and creating her own identity. And there were a lot of themes that were really actually really elaborate and really like shown in throughout the whole thing. But I think there was a lot more focus on those story aspects than there were the actual stranger things which is what it was really known for and it was just more like the conflict of the russians and the return of the mind flayer but nothing really too new was in incorporated so you're Um, saying it was a lot more character driven than plot driven right exactly so more character driven and more focused character and developing of like the team aspect i thought dustin was separated from the guys way too long and that's something I felt bad felt bad about season two is that eleven came in super late, you know, like in terms of being incorporated. She wasn't the main yeah, character. Yeah, but she also but... had her like her own little side solo journeys, which was pretty cool. She, but she, speaking she... of side solo journeys, what, how'd you guys feel about Billy? Oh, dude, that was uh, his whole process <sighs> in redemption was really. Bad. It was uh, for a really good character. They gave. I thought they gave Hopper a good sign off too. Like if even if he did not survive, I think his sign off was the best. Oh, that boy is dead. Like dead. in TV TV <laughs> history, like like that was the best sign off for a character or written off for a character in TV history. Like they did him justice, and the way he died, the letter, the way the letter came in to tie the the bow at a bow at the very end, like you know him being like, dude, it was the perfect end to Hopper, Hopper's chapter. However, I can see how they can bring him in. I was in tears, dude. That was a really good ending. Like, the ending really was... Um, I think it was the best Stranger Things ending of all three seasons, even despite, like, the ups and downs of, these, of, this, of this season. That was the character that... And Neuro maybe says her, if you guys... We're seeing my wife's posts. Is that the character who she got a shirt of? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Um. So let's talk new characters. So what did you guys think of Rob and the and Eric? You're cutting out too much, like, man. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, what the uh, better internet, bro? I don't know. I thought I thought Robin was okay. I thought, uh, she a lot was of uh, liked her. She was good for. I mean, because clearly. Uh, Dustin and uh, what's that dude's name? John Raphael's little brother. Yeah, Steve. Uh, they needed an intelligent person in their group because clearly Steve does not have. <laughs> Steve's a wild card, and then Dustin, he's just like quirky, I guess. So they yeah. needed the brains, and uh, she she played that role pretty well. She's a pretty good yeah. character. Yeah, can be a brain too, bro. 
Honestly, Steve is probably my favorite character in them all. So, like, his character wasn't really developed in the first season, but, like, as he's, he's like, as he's progressed, his character has become much more elaborate. And uh, I think that what they've done with him has been really cool. Especially even though he broke it, like, he was, like, he started with boyfriend, and then they broke up, but now he's, like, got his own core, like, relationship within the group, you know? And uh, Yeah, he, he, he got shattered pretty bad. It, it's, I would say it, the shattering almost compares to your internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> you just cut out when you said that. Um, what, no, what, it's it's oh, okay. What, what, what did you guys think about the very like last thing that no one's mentioned so far? And that is Eleven losing her abilities. Oh, I knew you were going to bring this up. Okay, so like I don't understand how she lost her abilities because she was able to get the thing out with her abilities, but she was just so weak. That she was unable to recover them back. I don't understand how she could just all of a sudden lose her power. I think she just snapped something Ex- inside her brain. Exhaustion. Yeah. yeah. I think she just yeah. went too far. One so, too many yeah, times. I don't think, but I don't think it's just not going to just go away all forever. It, no, it might not. But I think I, I think it's very I, tied to her emotions because whenever she has used them, she's been very upset. So losing a somewhat father figure um, has definitely messed with her personality and her mood. And I think that has a lot to do with her powers. Didn't she yeah. lose the ability to use her powers before she found out Jim was dead, though? I think it was after. No, it was before that because she tried to move. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. It. yeah, it was before that. It was, it was before, but she... I think after it it's still after messing with her the... anyways. Wasn't it after she pulled the uh, fucking whatever that yeah thing was mm-hmm. off her leg? After that, she couldn't use it anymore. I think she just exhausted her abilities, and then something her- something inside is just. I think it's gone. Th- I, it, I, I I I okay. So I was a little weirded out. They didn't explore the aspect about them having more experiments, and like you know, they did introduce eight in the last season, but they didn't bring any more experiments into this season. But I'm okay with that. Announce, they did announce that there will be a fourth season, but unlikely a fifth season, so that this next season that has been renewed is going to most likely be the last one. But I think, this is just a theory of mine, but like, Helovin getting her powers back is probably going to be incorporated with her coming in contact with another experience. I, I think I would be okay with her not giving getting her abilities back, even though, like, it's somewhat of a silver lining that, okay, you no longer have your abilities. You can be a normal person. She realizes that it's such a big part of who she is that it really like affected her. I don't know. I, I would be okay with her not having her abilities back. But I think it would have been better if that happened at the series finale instead of this season's finale. So maybe what if her powers are like trapped behind the gate? Like when they close the gate, her lost her powers. Uh, I don't think so. But that would be that that would be neat. I think she might end up getting her abilities back. What do you what do the rest of you I, guys I, think? I, I, I honestly think she's gonna get them back. There's no way they're gonna be gone forever. The same way Hawk. Yeah, she has to. It's too much, it's her identity. She's been branded with them. It's just like how she it's who she is. It's gonna come and and it's gonna come back in in a miraculous way. So I like like I like I said like maybe they that 
she's going to come into contact with another experiment who's going to find a way to like reactivate her power or something like that you know what i mean um and i think they really had an opportunity to explore the idea of them being more experiments but they uh they didn't they didn't really explore that too much they went more with the political aspect with this season i think they could do a spin-off series with that yeah yeah they could but I don't think um, the brothers are interested in expanding on it. I think they really want to keep the story finite and really like end it with like once the eighties end, they want to end it with like you know, um, they want they, they like every single episode or every single season. It's it's more so like they're creating it like sequel like like they're like series long movies rather than being seasons to a show. They're like that's why they're like Stranger Things one, Stranger Things two, Stranger Things three. So like keeping it at a quartet and really giving it a definitive ending, uh, I think that's going to do good. And I think them taking out side of Hawkins is going to be even better, too. All right, really fast before we move on, who do you guys think was behind that cell? Oh, the American? Do we yes. have a new character? Oh, I, I just one guess is really theories. fast. Two theories. It's hold on, hold on, Mark, hold on. Okay, just, just give me... Very short answers, so we can move on because we're pretty we're falling behind really badly. Uh, Omar, you said you think it's a new character. Yep. Okay. What about you, Alex? I don't know. Okay. We we uh, haven't been given any character other than maybe to think of Hopkins. That's it. Okay. You, Mark. So um, there's two theories. It's saying it's Eleven's dad, Papa, or it's Hopper. There's two theories, okay. but my money's it's... on Hopper. Alright, what about you, uh, Love Go? Who, who do you think it is? Uh, I don't know. I can't even hear you, bro. Okay. Uh, I would ask you, Rob, but I know you haven't even watched the series yet. I'm going to tell you right now, it's me. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a new character. He's gonna be like, Damn. Hey, gonna open congratulations the on the right. contract, bro. They're going to open America. the door and he's going to be Thank like, you, man. Hey, guys, I'm Liquid. <laughs> oh, you can yeah, finally guys, fund us. To, I forgot to tell you guys, but it'd be Captain and Stranger Things three, <laughs> or Stranger Things four. The what? I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you guys, but it'd be Captain and Stranger Things four. Yeah, yeah, whatever, dude. And an undisclosed role. His, his dark materials. <laughs> okay, so they released a new trailer in, at Comic Con, and I believe none of you assholes have watched it, right? I did. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa! What are you talking about? Keep, keep in mind, I have not read the book. Oh, that, that's me neither. So that's fine, I don't that's know fine. really oh. what's going on. Okay, what did it, what did you notice that was different from the first trailer? Uh, dude, I don't even remember the first teaser trailer. I know. Okay, it's definitely <laughs> something that they didn't show in the first one. It looks like animals are involved heavily in this, though. Okay, well, so I'm just gonna give you a quick explanation, and there are three. Sentient or intelligent beings on this planet. You have your humans, you have your demons, which are connected to all human beings, and then you have the third, which is polar bears. Polar bears are fucking uh, intelligent beings like humans. They're actually, I think. So they're not going extinct like in real life? No. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking my heart, Omar. That one hit really close to home. But yeah, so <laughs> polar bears, they are a fucking, a, a living, intelligent race. 
and they reside in the north with all the ice and shit. Uh, they all have badass armor that they make that I think supposed to supposed to protect you from shit like bullets. It's like the highest grade steel that you can make. <laughs> uh, they're bad motherfuckers. It's fucking cool. I was really hyped whenever I saw uh, Ioric Berninson. It's fucking dude. I'm fucking pumped for this shit. Can, can we just can we just appreciate that Professor X is gonna be here? James, how do you say his name? James Mc, McAvoy. 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 Go just appreciate him in this. I, I like I've liked them in all the scenes and all the things I've seen him in. Dude, X two is up in this bitch too, bro. Who? X two. X two. Isn't that uh Wolverine's daughter's name? Oh, oh, yeah. You didn't notice that, did Damn. you? Damn, I'm I'm gonna expect her to bring out her freaking claws. <laughs> so the whole thing about that is, is because HBO is owned by what is it? I, I honestly think it's probably because of some media deal. Like they got both of the actors because they've worked together or they work in the same franchise or they are part of the same media company. So well, I noticed HBO usually probably. hires a lot of uh, British actors. Um, oh yeah. So that could be a thing. Warner Brothers, they're owned because HBO is owned by Warner Brothers. Um, no, they're owned by Time Warner. Which is Warner Brothers, Time no, Warner, Time Warner, Warner Media. Okay. Anyways, um, all right, we're we're, we're moving on to Brothers. movies. We're moving on to movies. Uh, Endgame finally did oh, it. I have they not finally beat. So oh, no, we're not. We're not going to spoil. We're not going to spoil. I'm muting myself. We, okay. All right. We already no, talked no, about no. this. It has. Con- hold on, Mark. Con- hold on. Hold on. Endgame has officially surpassed Avatar in number one grossing movie. Yep, worldwide. Worldwide, they I got. Mean, I'm, a, I'm just gonna say this: that the fact that it took a box office release this long to do is is I don't know. It's kind of telling to me, but <laughs> honestly, it's because okay, look, the only reason that Avatar made it because honestly, I didn't think it was that great of a movie. People are fucking hater, bro. It, okay, no, no wait, like look, the whole Avatar, plot okay, story honestly, wasn't that good. I honestly don't think Avatar was as great as a movie. The only reason Cutting out, bro. His name. That's karma oh. right there for talking shit about everything. <laughs> the only yep. reason it made so much money is that James Cameron's name attached to it, and he made the the highest grossing movie prior to Avatar, which was Titanic. That was it. You also I, I, have no. to keep into consideration like the CGI and like the theme of the movie. Yeah, it it just wasn't oh, yeah, because okay. of his oh, name. It, it was yeah, yeah it was a yeah. fucking beautiful movie. Not be they, they cr- let's keep in mind they created their own language for it too. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, they, did for of, Game of, they did that for Game of Thrones. Projects too, have done so that. Like, yeah. Okay. They did that for Game of Thrones. Talk about movies here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But okay. But look, look <laughs> I know this was not on the list. I know this was not on the list, but let's talk a little bit about it. Can I introduce the topic? But Wait, Avatar? why didn't you put it on the list, Mark? I forgot about it. About Avatar? We talking about James Cameron. Okay. We don't need no, to talk about Avatar. The new Terminator. He's directing the new Terminator. I didn't, okay. I didn't even know New Terminator was coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's directing the New fate? Terminator, and they're bringing back the original Sarah Connor and oh, yeah, the, the and the John Connor from the second movie. I'm just kidding. And the John oh. Connor from the second movie. Okay. Uh, for, for those like original actors, for those that and don't James know, hold on, hold on. For those that don't know, like me, it's called Terminator Six: Dark Fate. Yes. 
Dark so, but it, they're right. they're bringing back their OG cast members from this, you know, original Sarah Connor, original John Connor, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's obviously in it. Wait, so Amelia uh, Clark's not James gonna be in this Cameron. next one? And James Cameron is directing. <laughs> this looks like so, it's going to be more action oriented. Well, they're all. I mean, I, mean, I know, I know, but I know, but more. I think we should definitely move on because we still have tons of. Stuff okay. David, why are you so quiet, bro? You need a... I don't know if you're far away from your mic or if you're laying down, but we can barely hear you. This but, uh, you guys, okay, but Pokemon okay, but Mewtwo... Okay, sorry. Pokemon Wait, Mewtwo just, strikes back but, evolution. Hold on, before we move on, uh, Cameron also made a... Uh, I guess a, a, they, they congratulated uh, Marvel. And they, they, I'm not even going to try to speak this Avatar language, but he says, I see you, Marvel. Congratulations to the Avengers Endgame on becoming the new box office king. Mm-hmm. Dude, when do you think this is ever going to be beat? The next Avatar, bro. Think about it, though. <laughs> Avatar came out in 2009, and it had a budget of $300 million then. Endgame had a budget of $356 million. So wait, it's wait. roughly the same budget that they had. Wait, I thought I thought Cameron's production budget on Avatar was like around five hundred mil. I thought it was a half a billion. It, I mean, I'm like, they don't I'm have like, an exact um, figure because I don't think they ever reached it, but it's speculated <laughs> to be slightly over three hundred million. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, I, I don't I, I don't care I, enough to look it up, but yeah. I'm really hyped for the new Terminator. I think it's going to be good, and I don't know <laughs> if they do it right. It's um, possibly. Uh, how do we go back know. to Terminator? You fuckers went know. back to that shit. Anyways, hold on. The <laughs> strikes back evolution, guys. The, the one thing Speak. I was going to say about, about 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 Caesar, the re- the reason I have something about or uh, what I have against Avatar is the fact that once he made that movie, they got licensed and they copyrighted that name, which meant um, if anybody has ever heard of Avatar, the Last Airbender, you know, or like one of the greatest cartoons ever made of all time. <laughs> Is that they they lost the ability to use that name in other productions. Ouch. That's yeah. Really? Which is, which, which is fucking yeah, bullshit. Like the, movie, yeah. the movie was last ever bender. Not even On a strike. I still fucks with it. Um, nah, man. That's okay. unforgivable. Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Fucking finally. It kind of came out of the blue. Yes. 100% remake. All CGI. CGI. It, is I Ash mean, going to Yes, dude, it's a remake. It's a 100%. Uh, Are they going to have the original voice actors? More Fuck than likely no. not. Ugh, I think it's. I hate I think, the new voice actors for Missy and Brock. I, hate I think. Them. I think it's a little bit too unrealistic gotten, to expect the original voice actors. No, I've gotten used to Ash's new voice because I've been kind of like following, still kind of like following the new Pokemon cartoons a little bit. I've gotten used to it. But I hate the new Misty and Brock. Like the Misty voice was just so iconic, and the Brock voice was just so iconic. It's just so hard to hear them now in a cartoon. I don't know. Misty was kind of a dumb bitch in the original show. <laughs> I know. I understand that, but her voice, though, it's like it's gonna be really hard not to hear that voice again because I heard her voice in Sun and Moon, and I was just like, God. She's just like Ash, Ash. Anyway, it's all CGI. It. I mean, I'm 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 gonna watch it. I watched this shit originally when I was a kid. 
I'm gonna fucking watch it, dude. You, you cannot tell me that you're not gonna watch this if you watch this as a kid. They better have a fucking new Mew card. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that shit. It was like a golden, like a golden Mew card, right? It was, yeah, it was like a tablet. Purple. Looked like some fucking oh, whatever, monster shit. Anyways, that's cool. I hope it does well. But when's the release date? Cool. Do they have any? I don't think. I don't. Know. I don't think they have one yet. Oh no, they don't. Oh no. Uh, it was July twelfth for Japan. Wait, it's out already. Yeah. Wow. So I, I give it a couple months. You gotta dub it now. Okay. Done with all that, we can move on to tech. I, I don't want to spend too, too much time on it because most of this has already been out for at least a week, week and a half. Uh, the, what, the one big thing is uh, Zen 2, which is Ryzen AMD, uh, their stock has, their supply has not been able to keep up with the demand. Uh, I, I, this was to be expected. It's always been like this with, yeah. with AMD. Yeah. Uh, the price of their 3900X is because of the you know the supply and demand has spiked up to at least seven hundred and four dollars on eBay. Ooh, that's fucking bad. Right, right, right. Ouch. From third what? party like resellers. Yeah, not nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no. What what's the MSRP again? Was it like five hundred? Yes. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, we're talking about a two hundred dollar increase that people are obviously paying for for them to be making these fucking dramatic spikes. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, talking about AMD, or wait, talking about AMD, their competition, Nvidia, randomly released an RTX super, uh, RTX twenty series super card, yeah, which it's been, is it's, it's been slow. rumored for like a couple weeks, but it's it I is. They said they weren't going to. What? I thought they were. Yeah. It already came out. People already have them. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought they. I'm thinking of something else. My bad. No, wait, wait. Are you talking about something besides the 2060 or the 2070? No, 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 no. It's the RTX Super. Oh, yeah. 20, 2060 and 2070. Yeah. And, uh, they are faster. They use parts that the higher, that the, what the brother has. So the 2060 Super has parts from the 2070. 2070 Super has parts from the 2080. Uh, they, they are that's essentially what they are. Yeah, they're <laughs> faster. Uh, from what I understand, the price of those are going to be the price of the 2060 and 2070, and then the price from the 2060 and 2070 are going to go lower. So I think you know for a fact this is competition for the Na- Navi that yeah, came yeah, out, which are trying to, they're trying to attack <clears throat> the uh, the middle middle road market. I, yeah, I Navi Navi is a mid range card obviously it's going to be a great card but a lot of people like nvidia gpus us you know included uh so i i think it's gonna work honestly dude oh yeah same yeah i really don't not hyped up for the navi the problem is is you're getting a lot of with both um the good parts about these new releases as well as you know for instance with like uh amd and then the whole scandal about their uh overclocking you know like a like core oh, clock nice. speeds you know and uh, some false advertising and things like that um <clears throat> here's hoping it wasn't it was that they maybe 
made them too quick and didn't do quality control like they were supposed no, the, to? Well, I mean, that was more so they, they were testing them on, well, I mean, I, I don't know enough, so, so I, don't, I don't really want to mention. I, but, I mean, I, th I think it has to do with what the, the, the test bench they had them on, the internal test bench, was not reflective of what the average user was going to get out of them. Yeah, yeah, but to be fair, we already expected that. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but we expected that big time. I mean, so, I maybe expected it to a certain extent, but I, I didn't. I don't know one way or the other, honestly. So as far as the RTX cards go, that's it. That's all we really have, and it's going to have everything that an RTX is supposed to have. What is it? Turing DLSS and uh, what's what's the other thing? I forgot what it was called. Your mom. Ray tracing. Ray tracing. Your dad. Grand now, grand Nintendo, grand 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 Nintendo recently came under fire for their, well, I mean, people have been complaining about this since the beginning, but they recently come under fire for their Joy-Con drifting, which is pretty much your left or right stick being stuck on the input of, you know, any direction. And it just does that the entire time ever. But they came under fire, so Nintendo decided to repair Joy-Cons for free, and they're going to basically honor the price that you paid to fix your Joy-Con as long as you have proof. This is a publicity stunt, obviously. Uh, I still think, me and Caesar talked about this, but I still think that... The fuck is that? Th huh? What? The fuck is that? Where's what? No, who the fuck, the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, man, you've answered Caesar so many fucking times. Nah, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, about. Donnie G. Uh, <laughs> what up? I'm, I'm about to use your full name first. I, I oh, okay. go ahead and dox me like that. That's cool. All right, so Donnie G, me and him talked about. I I know the Joy Cons are small. I know there's might not be a lot to do with them as far as fixing goes, but I think there needs to be an actual fix because if they're just gonna drift and get repaired and drift again, it's going to be annoying. Yeah, like I said before, though, this is a problem that's been going on with Nintendo since the fucking beginning. Since the the GameCube. Well, to be fair, the Nintendo 64 controller, Nintendo because 64. those oh, went yeah. to fucking shit. They no, never no. repaired those. Um, the, the GameCube controllers, yes. If you played a lot of Smash, you would make your... Or Mario Party. Your controller would eventually go to shit. Well, yeah, dude. But if you're gonna play always Mario been Party, repairing them. If you're gonna uh, play Mario Party, you're throwing that controller. <laughs> okay. Well, honestly, also, uh, I, don't I don't think even, it was such a big problem. Just uh, Nintendo, though. I honestly, I see this as a problem yeah. with <clears throat> a number oh, yeah. of companies. I mean, I, I could lump, I could lump Sony in, in with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they're a lot more durable than Nintendos are. Uh, I, I will give them this when the Wii came out. I think those were the only ones that you didn't really have a lot of trouble drifting with, or with drifting. The, uh, the 3DS, <laughs> that one was pretty bad. Wii controllers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the 3DS, that was a really big problem, like very early on. Uh, no one tackled that issue, but I'm I'm glad that. Well, with the it's, 3DS, it's finally being raised concerned with with this to the point where Nintendo is saying, "Yeah, we will fix." You are defective products, and well, we're trying to fix, make it better. 
Hey, well, they always um, they always refurbish their stuff, but like with the 3DS, though, it did make significant improvements from the D the DSi, which had an incremate and like a, like the hinges would crack on the DCI, and their their screens would like basically almost like fall off, and that was happening a lot with the DSi, and they did make improvements with the 3DS in order to fix that, but like um. With the 3DS, they did have a lot. So they always had, they did have a lot of recalls in order to fix their like touchscreen capabilities and stuff like that. I don't know. Nintendo's always had, you know, issues with how they design their, like, actually design their consoles. Not like yeah, what, what this comes down to is them with, with them just uh, designing a more rigorous joystick. Like I hey, said, that's maybe, what it comes down to. Maybe yeah. you'll be able to control um, your game with Neuralink. <laughs> Speaking of Neuralink, oh my god, Elon Musk. That segue though, fucking reach. Elon, Elon okay, Musk's here presentation, dude. What do you guys think of the Neuralink? What as the I said, as Neuralink? I said prior prior to the show, um, this needs, in my opinion, a podcast all its own. But uh, I agree. <sighs> there you go, second podcast. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean for at least one session because you could easily talk no, about this fine. subject for you know, I mean. Hell, you, you can't put a time limit on this. But basically, it's a small oh. fucking chip. Super. Uh, yeah, I, what would you call it? Nano chip? Okay. Would that be what it's called it's at that point? It's not just a chip. It's a chip and a set of um, uh, what, what I'm trying to remember the exact measurement in microns in diameter. But basically, what it is, it's a chip they insert into your head, as well as connected to the chip are a bunch of very, very, very small, fine hair-like wires that feed into and are implanted by a robot into parts of your brain. Now the robot applies them with such precision that it can dodge all the, the arteries and, and capillaries mm. and veins and everything in your brain. And it basically feeds electrode wires into your brain that not only measure response, but also the, I mean, the applications are fucking endless. It's from, from uh, medical procedures to curing Parkinson's victims to uh, giving people uh, curing paralysis to, uh, I mean, fixing well, entire sets of organs in your body. That's that's one of the main first applications that they're working on. But also down the line, if they keep on de developing technology like this, they're talking about AI integration. Wait, so uh, let me let me get this straight real fast. What you're basically telling me is that we're now entering Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I that better see Keanu Reeves, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I, better, I mean, I better be able to see him. Yep, uh, Unless I can see Keanu Reeves in my brain, <laughs> fucking no sale, no buy. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anyways, this is completely wireless and has years to decades of lifetime, which mm. obviously is really good. Uh, it's just really bad. I just think this is really bad. Do you guys know that the ven uh, the villain in the movie Venom is based off Elon Musk? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look! So if it happens, it happens. This is this I'm is the just thinking this is that this is the beginning of the end. <laughs> look, wait, this no, is no, that's, that's the thing. On on the side of it, with with uh, the implications of using it as a medical procedure, that's one thing. But this is where it starts to get dangerous: is that yep. applying applying the commercial aspect to normal consumers and a phenomenon like this, given enough time and given enough uh, uh, sway from different influencers. Um, this could take over 
uh, entire communities and human populations to where um, in order I to had a dream about this. <laughs> no, well, we're not talking about dreams. <laughs> you, you got people tattooing their eyeballs and losing their eyes. Now, what are they going to do with this? Like, it's definitely what, if like... aliens, what if aliens touch down and start to, you know, control using the uh, gadgets we have. Why are you worried about aliens? What, why, why aren't you worried about? Uh, all right, look, hackers. Let's uh, let's be let's be realistic. They can about already this. hack pacemakers. <laughs> let's be realistic oh, about this. Done. This is our reality. Technology is always advancing. This is what was going to happen, anyways. I mean, honestly, you could do some stuff online. Nah, I, no, I, no, I don't no, think no, it'd no, go no, that, that far. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing, especially in these stages. I mean. Uh, as long I don't as see the need you, you for are, it. I don't see the need for it. We don't need that. Shit. He just told you the need for it. It's, 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 it's not about and stuff. Yes, it's not about what. Uh, it's not. Uh, I'm. It's a blending like of wants and needs. You, you're talking. You're talking about literally redefining what it means to be humans. That's. It's no joke when you're saying Cyberpunk seventy seven with integration of robotics and alien tech or sorry uh, artificial intelligence into not only the body but the brain. Being mm -hmm. able to interface with being able to interface with any compatible technology and you know that they will build more and more forms of compatible technology like i said there's just there, there's there's an endless amount of wondrous things you could do with this and one of the first okay, applications okay. is them talking okay, hold, hold on hold on hold on hold on yeah with one of one of the first applications they're trying to do is to and and they, they already have monkeys doing this like on on or sorry not monkeys apes um they They've they've already they tested this, that. and they had. <laughs> they said that be, uh, they might test it on humans next year. No, they've already they've already done testing on chimpanzees. I know this for a fact. All right. Well, I know rats and, too. Okay, rats as well. That's all right. Okay, so, he knows that. Okay, the whole like, point right. is the fact that one of the first uh, kind of commercial and or wide use applications, and that they geared towards certain audiences, the prospect of or the idea of at least is the fact that you'll be able to control. Um, like how you use keyboard and mouse to control things on your PC and like a controller to uh, control things on your console, well, you'll be able to use your brain instead. You'll just be able to use a a a mind connection, not even not even like a like a eye tracking software. This is just nano chip master software. race. Just oh, basically that's because gonna because suck for people with ADHD. I'm just, thinking, I'm just thinking about I'm just thinking about end of day stuff. But anyways, but look, look, what I was thinking about also just is like, you know, thinking, bringing the marketing perspective and like the accessibility of this product, how expensive it's going to be. And if if it was like, you know, and in, implanting in, in sort of any sort of artificial intelligence, giving anyone source, um, sort of access to any sort of like information, like rapidly on the fly, that's faster than our smartphones, you know, obviously is powerful, is immensely powerful on its own um and putting that into the hands of like you know you know not this kind of technology is not going to be readily accessible to the people on the SOS, the lower end of the socioeconomic just call them what they're so, what they really are mark so, fucking peasants so, not at first <laughs> but, but i'm just saying that you know this really does put a dangerous dynamic in terms of like you know control and in, in terms of like yeah, like you have people on the higher end of the spectrum who are morally innate, and if they have access to technology like this, who knows what kind of things can happen or transpire. Hey man, well, it's I, eventually. I, this... It was gonna. If, hold on, it's eventually gonna happen anyways. If yeah, if he doesn't do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Mark. If he doesn't do it, 
If he doesn't no, do it, it, someone it, someone else will eventually create this technology. No, no it's it's many organizations. Right. It's inevitable. I, it's going to happen I, no matter what. Well, what's going to happen is that we're going to reach. Hold on. Let me talk, please. What's going to end up happening is that I do think eventually, like Rob is saying, there will be certain areas where you have to have that in order to do stuff like pay for food, pay for this or whatever. Uh, Market the beast. Scan your way through uh, certain security doors, whatever. Uh, Hold on, Mark, please. Goddamn, dude. So... But at the same time, we're going to have people that are going to stray away from that and try to not put any of that in their bodies. Yeah, uh, eventually, yeah, event, hold on. God fucking damn. All right. We're going to have to end this if it's going to keep going on like this. Jesus Christ, Mark. Anyways. We're already, uh, we're already way behind. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know. It, it, it's going to bring a lot of diversity and segregation at the end of the day, but it's going to happen anyways. It, it's it will happen it's something that is inev- inevitable and so we just have to see where it fucking goes yeah it's, just, well, it's a very big divisive topic i suppose it, it needs to be said that though we do have a like i said in a it, it, if we have if we are capable if our society our civilization is capable of any type of true true democracy we should have a certain amount of pull and or sway over how widespread it goes and this also yeah, this not, not only comes comes to like like corporations and governments and people in power, but this also is a personal decision made by each and every single individual human being on how fast we allow this technology and everything it's capable of, for better or worse, to flourish. That's gonna be really, really hard because you even now with the internet, like the internet's <laughs> been out what all oh, roughly thirty years and nah, like lawmakers are barely catching up. Oh yeah, no, and there, there's going to be a huge disconnect there. I mean, even just look at mm-hmm. like look, look at uh, Zuckerberg and and the I, I'm sorry, I don't know his name, the CEO of Google talking to uh, United States lawmakers, you know, and and legislators. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got those videos on YouTube where the yeah. congressmen don't even know what they're talking about. They're asking these really ridiculous questions. Uh-huh. That obviously, yeah. everyone in our generation, at least 99 percent of them, will know the answer to, but they don't. Yep. Well, yeah, that's if we even make it that far because <laughs> I'm also I'm also worried about I'm also worried about people being convinced that throwing throwing uh any type of technology directly connected to their brain without knowing the implications and or consequences of doing so. Because for instance, yeah. if you yeah. if you can interface with all these different types of computers external from you, can those computers interface with you? Potentially, yes. No, not potentially. Definitely, they've already confirmed it. That's yeah. one of the functions. That's what. So cool. that that honestly, that right there, that's all you need to tell me. That scares the shit out of me. That means that if I have a device implanted in my head, that someone else can start controlling that device. Better start learning how to program. Oh, you got that with yourself. <laughs> You better become a, a great. You just have a VPN for your. No, you uh, just got. Like I said, this early. is why this is its own like. This is its own entire huge subject because you this know, is one of those. This is like some watchdog shit, right? It, 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 it takes this, this like this like if if anybody thing. thought that the internet was a big thing, this blows the creation of the internet out of the fucking water. Put but it that you, way. Like, but, but you do understand it just takes something frequency to alter 
like you know any sort of information or wave or to and to cause any sort of interference right yeah. what's going on we're about to head. have real mind readers pretty soon shit and honestly you get like there are probably like hundreds of vpns like alex said there there'd be like a lot of security companies getting ready to fucking you know protect that's that only that take you be, so far though but that yeah, would be like, really all right guys okay. i'm sorry but i'm gonna have to cut this we yep, went. Yep, yep. We delved down way too deep into the rabbit hole. Yeah, with that last subject. <laughs> you, um, if we want, I mean, we exactly. I, I understand. Do Maybe we shouldn't podcast. have taken so long on Attack on Titan. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> Honestly, that was a really good subject, and I think our listeners are really gonna get a kick out of that. <clears throat> if they make I, I understand too. this is a topic for a bigger for a. a it has its own uh, show. capability for a second podcast. We gotta we gotta start for now, we'll do a follow-up. We have to do a Definitely. shut up. For now, we'll, we'll do that on the second <laughs> yeah. podcast. Just, yeah, we just, for now, this is the Castagoria podcast. I'm your host, Alex. You could find me at. Oh, great job, bro! Thanks, dude. Twitter.com/slash/neurotoxis. Uh, you can find me at YouTube.com/slash/neurotoxis, and that's that's about it for now. Hi. What about you, Don Guria? Hi, actual. I actually have uh, a few, a few things. Um, don't look me up on YouTube. <laughs> uh, I got my Ses Macho official on uh, Instagram. That's the only spot you can find me right now. There's other links if you go there. Thank you. <laughs> what about you, Love Go? Um. You can find my YouTube channel in the description, my Twitter in the description, uh, my Instagram in the description. Um, I don't know. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> his you can find goes. it all in his description. Yeah, dude. Lovego's uh, Twitter page is CG Lovego. You, you know, at, in the description. I think that'd be really you can find him on Twitch. <laughs> oh, you yeah, find Twitch. him on Twitch, yeah, CG Lovego. Oh, yeah, that'll be in the description. <laughs> <laughs> uh, liquid you can't find me anywhere leave me alone Mm-mm-mm. lord mog off the grid um you can find me on twitter at marketilius on instagram at marketilius it's m-a-r-k-i-t-i-l-u-s i am also on facebook you can like my facebook page at mark a dot alvarez i i the second um, you know, like my Facebook page uh, there. You also like my face page, the Facebook page, Lightwings Production, and you can follow some of my and read some of my original work at uh, www.lightwingsproductions.com. Also, uh, as a you know a business owner, I also uh, manage a uh, digital marketing agency called Phoenix Media. So, um, if you're in need of expertise or consulting. I am your guy, so you can find me at uh, phoenixmedia.com. We heard that. Omar? Put this in the description. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, (laughs) and YouTube is all Omar09XCI. Wow, you actually got your own platform. Or if you want to find it way easier, you can go in the description. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) All right. Now, the final final plug is our own Cascaria stuff. Oh, yeah. You can find all of our links easily by going to linktree slash Casaguria. If you don't know how to spell it, it's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Casaguria. Otherwise, we are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can search Spotify. those. No, no, no. You can search <laughs> those using Casaguria. 
sorry, you can add, you know, Facebook, Twitter, you, uh, Instagram slash Casaguria. Otherwise, on YouTube, you can find us using hashtag Casaguria. No spaces, obviously, for any of this. Uh, Spotify as well, iTunes, Anchor, and all your major uh, podcast platforms. Oh, all of them, huh? So oh, we have a Twitch sure you, up now? Sure you, yeah, and make sure you follow and subscribe. And uh, yeah, find us on Sonic SoundCloud and follow and subscribe. And that's it, I think. Hope you guys enjoy this one. And we will uh, see you guys next time. Peace. Later. Bye.